Welcome to What Up World on the Voice America Kids channel. Our show is all about people just like you who are making a difference because they see that no matter what you look like, where you come from, or who you are, you have a chance at being successful. Now, here are your hosts. Thank you and welcome to the program. What Up World on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Victoria. And I'm Kelly. And today we'll be talking about literacy with Houston Texan Wade Wade Smith. Smith. Good morning, ladies. How y'all doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Looking forward to a great interview. So, Mr. Smith, what would you like us to call you? Um, You can just call call me Wade. All right. So, just to let y'all know, last week we had the Super Bowl of Caring President Clara Cooper and Melissa Daniel on our show. We have just been informed that they are that they are near their eight million dollar mark. Ooh. And if you have not, if you haven't helped, if you haven't supported, you the time is now. So we have a great show for you today. We would like to introduce to you professional football player and philanthropist, and I hear a great dancer to the Voice America Kids. Hello, Wade Smith. It is an honor to have you on our show. I appreciate you guys having me. How are you doing today? Good. Good. Good that you're on our show. <laughs> um, well, actually, the first time that we met, uh, you were at Stowe Link Library, and um, you were reading with the pros event. The kids and the parents sat quietly with their friends and who are professional athletes, read stories to us. And I was really impressed that you guys clapped for me because I was the girl with the rap song. That was you? That was me. Wow, <laughs> I remember that. I really do remember that. That's This is... I'm definitely going to have to get your autograph <laughs> at the end of the day because I think I still have that video on my phone. You do? Not this phone, but like my phone at the house. I still have that. The wow. video that my mom took that felt... In the pool, it's at the bottom of the pool at Schlitterbahn right oh, now. Oh, so you don't have it anymore? <laughs> uh, no, but all my pictures came back, but half of them were deleted, so I'm not sure. Okay, well, I'm going to try to make sure that I find that video and get it to you because it's really good. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so. Um, well, I'm not going to sing that for you today, but maybe next time. All right, so. We will start with some facts about literacy and what programs are there and how you can get involved. And so, the fact about according to RIF, reading and fundamentals, literacy means the ability to read and write. Children who are solid readers perform better in school, have a healthy self-image, and become lifelong learners. All right, so... Near, nearly 40% of U.S. fourth graders do not achieve basic levels of reading profis- proficiently. proficiently. The number is higher among the low-income families, certain minority groups, and English language learners. According to these experts, their employment prospects grow dim and the chance for antisocial behave- behavioral increases. In short, they are, provi- they, in short, they are viewed as problems. And so DoSomething.org says two-thirds of the students who cannot read proficiently by fourth grade will end up in jail. Over, um, out of these, 70% of American inmates can't read above the fourth grade level. What do you think about that, Kelly? Well, I think that schools should be working hard to help kids read. Parents should be helping extra hard to learn kids read. And the importance of learning, gaining knowledge, and fourth grade is, 
your most important year in elementary school. It's not fifth yeah. grade, it's fourth grade because the middle schools look at fourth grade. And if you get into middle school, that means that you're able to get into high school if you yeah. if you like are capable of yeah. doing that. And I think that everybody's capable of learning and absorbing um, everything. And so fourth grade is important for your whole life. That's the most important grade for you to exceed into yeah. different because they different teach you writing, reading. They go over all the basics, but they mostly and focus by fourth on grade. They want you to mature. Yeah, they want you like yeah, ready for middle school. Yeah. They also state that nearly eighty-five percent of juveniles who face trials in the court do not know how to read or write, proving there is a close relationship between the literacy and crime. What do you think about that, Victoria? Eighty-five percent. Shouldn't even be zero because everybody, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. Just because yeah. they're in jail or something that they've done wrong in their life doesn't mean that they haven't graduated from fourth grade. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they don't have, don't have the skill for being who they are, for being how old they are. Yeah. And what do you have to say about that? I think a lot of those facts are. are absolutely right on i think when i was growing up um i noticed that the kids that had trouble with reading um that maybe they didn't like to read out loud or things of that nature they tended to be the kids that might have acted out in school because you know maybe instead of having to read in front of the group you might make a joke and get in trouble so you don't have to read um and i always notice that there's guys that are on the football team that maybe um, struggled in school and I think the root of it had to do with reading and so I think that's a big reason why um, the Waysmith Foundation is is just focusing on um, literacy and education because there's so many ways that you be become a success if you have that foundation of literacy and reading and just like I said in, um, in some of your your facts and your stats that you know gives you self-confidence if you can read well if you can you know get in front of groups and you know articulate yourself and so um, I think it's important to, to encourage kids to do that at a young age and so um I'm going to have to actually piggyback on that. My whole life, I've always wanted to be in front of the crowd. I always wanted to say, well, I love, to, I love writing. Writing, even though my mom every single day says, did you journal? Did you write about your day? Because I would tell my mom all the stuff that would happen in my day, and it, it's kind of funny to her, but I love writing. When we had the writing test on Monday, I was like, yes, so excited. But... Um, people some people they they don't have the skill of writing they don't have the skill of reading they don't have the skill of talking um they don't have the skill like talking a public lot. speaking public speaking yeah so people some people have stage fright some people yeah. don't don't want to do those things so kelly yeah i'm like um i have stage fright like i don't like going mm -hmm. out on stage talking to people i only like dancing on stage because like you don't talk, well, you might talk during dancing, like singing the lyrics, but I don't, I just have stage fright. Uh, a quote that I love by Sydney's book club is, a child who reads becomes an adult who thinks. I like that. No, it's kind of creative. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about it? I think that 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 quote is is right on um i always tell the kids when i talk to them is that reading books and reading stories is going to allow you it's going to take you on an adventure you know it like opens up your creative juices and opens your minds to, 
there's so many different things that you can pursue in life and so i think that quote is right on right and um kelly so 53 percent of fourth graders admitted to read for fun almost every day while only 20 percent of eighth graders could say the same my brother's in eighth grade and my little brother's in fourth grade they both like reading so i pretty i'm pretty sure that they're both in that percent my little brother's in that 53 percent my older brother's in that 20 percent so um you know for me I, I I kind of like to read, but the only problem is there's some stories that don't go with me. I always have like a certain book that I'm looking for, a certain book that I want to read, a certain book that I'm that I'm seeking for, something that will teach me something. And some of the books they're like mystery made up. I I know a lot of people like mystery and like trying to find things, but me it's just something that will give you knowledge yeah and but um we can change all that by bringing reading motivation to children especially to those disadvantaged households and making fun uh, reading fun i think reading is already fun. yeah reading is already fun <laughs> and so children we uh will select will select books according to their interests and they will feel empowered, renewed, and see new possibilities. All right. So, Victoria, what do you think about all this? I think that reading, reading can take you places. I know that a lot of people have heard, oh, you should read because it could take you this place. You should read because... You could have adventures. Adventures. You could learn. Have more active imaginations. Yeah, like when, like if you don't have like an Xbox or a PlayStation, you have well, a you book. you really don't need Yeah, you technology. don't need it. You need a book. Yeah, you got a book. Yeah, you can read. So, um, let's take a break. I'm Victoria. And I'm Kelly. And this is What Up World. will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world. Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. 
Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. You are listening to What Up World on the Voice America Kids channel. Our show brings awareness of all kinds of issues to kids of today and helps empower them for tomorrow. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to What Up World. I'm Victoria. And I'm Kelly. And we're going to continue our, to- our conversation about Wade Smith uh, Foundation and how you can help. All right, so we always say we believe in the power of one and that one can make a difference. Please welcome Wade Smith, Houston Texans left guard who is, tackle- who is tackling literacy through his foundation. How y'all doing? So, for those who don't know you, let's start by telling our listening audience why you chose to play football. Why I chose to play football. You know what? As a little kid, it was just one of my favorite things to do and watch on TV. I had so many um, people on TV that I looked up to, like Jerry Rice and Walter Payton, these football players that were just amazing athletes. And so, I wanted to act like and be like them. So, you know, I would. I used to live in an apartment complex, and so we didn't have, like, grass or anything like that. But we'd be in the parking lot playing football and, you know, catching passes and stuff and trying to be like those guys. And so, uh, you know, fortunately enough, you know, I don't know how many years later it's been since then, maybe 20 years later, I'm still actually playing football. And uh, it's been a blessing. All right, so what does the left guard do? Does he guard the left? The left guard is a, it's an offensive lineman, and so we, we protect the quarterback, and we, we basically block for the running back. So, like, you know, when Matt Schaub throws a pass, we try to keep him from getting hit. And then when, you know, Arian Foster runs the ball, we, we protect him so that he doesn't get hit also. And so, uh, you know, we, we do the dirty work. We're like the, we're like the uh, kind of the no-name guys on the team important. that just yeah. – well, we're vital to the team, but, you know, we make sure that the other guys get all the, the praise. And we when they do good, we do good. And so we enjoy that. It's a, a very self, selfless job, but uh, we enjoy it and we love it. So what is your favorite story or book? My favorite story or book? I think one of my favorite stories growing up was uh, The Indian in the Cupboard. That was uh, one of my favorite books. Have you ever read that book before? Well, I've heard about it a You've little bit. It. Maybe because I'm like so much older. It, it, maybe it went out of style. But Don't it was, day it, over it was. 20. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was one of my favorite books growing up. All right. Is that what you wanted to be when you were a kid? Like, did you want to be a football player when you were a kid? You know what? I, I didn't really have that mindset that I was going to literally be a football player when I grew up. I know that um, as a kid I wanted to do that, but then as I got older and got into, like, high school, I just wanted to um, earn a scholarship so my mom didn't have to pay for my school because we didn't have enough money for me to – um, you know, get my school paid for. And so I worked hard and, you know, played football. I loved football. I went to Lake Collins High School in Dallas. And so, you know, our, our football team was, was like a really big tradition out there in our neighborhood to, you know, play football for Lake Highlands. And so that was my goal, to be on the varsity football team at Lake Highlands. And then, you know, I did good enough to where people were telling me, like, hey, you actually can get a college scholarship. And so I worked even harder. And, um, you know, after that point, I when I went to school, my thought process wasn't, you know, I'm going to go to school so that I can get in the NFL. It was, 
I'm going to go to school so I can get my degree. You know, I ended up getting a... a so you could do a, something after football. Right, because I got my degree in finance, and so I wanted to open up a business and open up a restaurant, and so that was my goal. And fortunately enough, I, I played good enough that you know, I was able to get drafted in the NFL, and you know, the rest is history. So how did reading help you get to be a pro bowler? I think reading helped me get there because it, it laid the foundation for me having self-confidence. It, it, it laid the foundation for me being able to communicate and to understand. Um, being an NFL player, it's, it's much more than just, you know, blocking and tackling and running and hitting and stuff. There's a lot of meetings. There's a lot of, there's a lot of intelligence that's necessary in order to be success in the league. And so, um, you know, that reading just laid the foundation for that. And Arthur said, for every hour on the field, spend, an a- spend two hours in a book. And um, what do you think of that quote? <laughs> I think it's awesome. I think that if, if we had that mindset, if everyone, if every kid that, you know, was outside running around playing, and well, first of all, it's good to be outside playing for an hour. That's first and foremost. That's good. Yeah. Secondly, to, to double that with your reading and, and focusing on literacy and um, I think that that that's awesome as well because you know reading in in, in as opposed to you know maybe watching television or playing a video game it's, you get so much more out of reading books and it, it opens your mind and opens your creative juices flowing and, and gets you dreaming bigger by reading so I think that's a great quote. All right, in an interview you stated a lot of people have helped me to get this to get to this point because of them I wouldn't be entering my 11th season in the NFL I love the fact that you give back why did you choose literacy um first I think that um literacy like it's like I was saying before literacy is is it lays such a, a foundation for kids being a success um overall and I love reading books my kids love reading books we read to each other and so that was something that I wanted to hone in on and you know me being in a position that I'm in I don't feel like I was put in this position by accident and so um, I always wanted to give back and so giving back and getting kids excited about you know getting their library cards and, and, and reading books and understanding that somebody that is in the NFL um, thinks it's cool to do these things. I think sometimes you have negative influences around you that might, you know, try to discourage you from from reading and and putting a lot of emphasis on your education. And so, um, just wanted to give them that that pat on that back and that encouragement. It's like, yeah, you know, this is fun and this is something that you should do. And so, how long has your foundation been in existence? Well, we started in January of 2012, so it's a little bit over two years, like two years and three months now, I think. Is it March? Yeah, so yes. yeah, two years and two months, so yeah. All right, so we are told WSF was established to, facil- to facilitate, facilitate. The, facilitate the growth of today's youth by providing them with the necessary tools to improve their overall development. I'm a kid. Can you tell me what, the, what that means? It means basically helping kids in in every way, um, shape, form, and fashion to be successes. And so, you know, our programs we have programs like our Reading with the Pros program where we're encouraging kids to to um, be more diligent in their reading and their literacy. And we have other programs where we actually um, feed families. We have something called the Gobble Game where we feed families um, that may not necessarily have food for Thanksgiving and then we have our scholarship program for 
um, outgoing seniors to where they'll get money to go to school in all these different ways and these different um, angles we're we're trying to help kids be successes and encourage them to um, put their best foot forward and be successes in life and so that's that's what I think that means and so what I just thought about did you ever decide to team up with the Super Bowl of Caring because that's what they do they feed people who don't have um, you know what? A couple of my teammates have done that. Eric Winston has done that, and I think Dwayne Brown did it last year. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they've done that. Um, I think it would be a, a awesome um, idea for us to do that as well. Right. Kelly? Fact. Two-thirds of America's children living in poverty have no books at home. In fact, they don't have access to computers or tablets, iPads, and other technology, and the number of families living in poverty is on the rise. Many of public schools and libraries are being forced to close or reduce operating hours. Children who do not have access to books and do not read regularly are the most vulnerable. What do you think about that? I think that it speaks to the reason why um, the Waysmith Foundation is focusing on the areas that we do. We tend to go to the lower income areas, the areas that um, need the most help. And that's what I try to do is those that um, are, you know, kind of missing and slipping through the cracks, we try to reach them and encourage them and help them whatever way, shape and form as we can. And so um, I think that the whole idea that, you know, being in poverty it doesn't make an excuse for you not to um, take your education seriously but it makes it more difficult sometimes for you to actually follow up and do some of these things because um, maybe you're thinking about what I'm going to eat that day and not necessarily how long that I can read this story and so um, you know I think education your systems that you could think right and I think that you know education is the the main way that you get yourself out of poverty I think that if you are educated um, you you will better your chances of being a success in life whatever job you choose and so then you will be out of that that poverty um, stricken situation so let's take a break I'm Victoria and I'm Kelly and this is what up world Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. 
Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. You are listening to What Up World on the Voice America Kids channel. Our show brings awareness of all kinds of issues to kids of today and helps empower them for tomorrow. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to What What Up World. I'm Victoria. And I'm Kelly. And we're going to continue our talk about the Wade Smith Foundation and how you can help. So, on March 3rd was Reading Across America Day and was the start of Literacy Week. NEA's Read Across America Day, which celebrates Dr. Seuss's birthday and the joys of reading, expects more than 45 million readers, both young and old, to pick up a book and read. To honor the good Dr. Seuss and, was, and celebrate the fun and value of reading, the Wade Smith Foundation is asking you and many of America's leading literacy youth and civic groups in bringing in in bringing a nation of readers. It is our goal to show America's children the joy of reading and build the and build a nation of readers on March 3rd and every day. So, Mr. Smith. Can I call you Wade? Of course. <laughs> so, Wade, since 2002, WSF has been encouraging 20,000 students in Houston and in Dallas, Texas, to develop a love for books and commitment to education. So, for having a commitment to education, have you ever met some kids who were exceedingly, like, really bright, or some kids who could have help? Um, you know what? There was a group of kids that we've we had that um, our Smitty Scholars Program that we um, ended up giving them money. They earned um, scholarships from our our um, foundation the last year. We had uh, six kids. In the Houston area, there was one. There was one kid that, and I call him a kid because 
I'm older. I'm 32. <laughs> but she's uh, in in college now, and she was an engineering major, and she did awesome on her SATs, did awesome on her ACTs. She, her GPA was um, 5.0 scale. So we come across kids like that all the time. There's kids, and she went to Texas A&M University, had another kid that went to uh, Syracuse University. Um, and so, you know, being in this position, we get to come across amazing kids that are really putting in the hard work and effort to, to become successes. And so we, we really enjoy that part of it. And at each event, a group of current former NFL players um, come to a local elementary school and public libraries for an hour for children reading K through second. And they kind of build up self-esteem for kids, don't you think? Yes. Like we had one of our Reading with the Pros program um, yesterday. We uh, went to, um, or excuse me, Monday. We went to uh, Park Place Elementary. Um, and... There were kids there that we we got to read Dr. Seuss books to them for the kindergartners, and so they were so excited about us being there, and they were just excited about us reading stories. And I had a few of my uh, professional buddies. I had Eric Winston. He plays for the Arizona Cardinals, and he used to be a Houston Texan. And then I had Ken Hamlin, who's a former pro bowler that played in the NFL for a while, for a long time, like 10 years. And so... Um, we had them and some other guys there that uh, came out and we ended up speaking to the kids, um, to the older kids, like the, the kids from third grade to fifth grade and encouraged them to be the leaders of the school to, you know, focus on their education and help the kids that come behind them in reading and, and encourage them to be successes, too. So it was an awesome day. And that's what we do every time we go to the um, to go out for reading with the pros program is to to just encourage the kids at that level. To, to take reading seriously and, and enjoy it and have fun with it. And it, it kind of speaks to your stats that you gave earlier that by fourth grade, that's kind of the, the dividing line when um, kids can go one way or the other. And so that's one of the, the big reasons why we focus in on elementary schools. And so the motivational assemblies, what is, what is something that you want to get out to third, fourth, and fifth graders and any kid that needs help for what they want to do in life? Well, I think that kids that, that feel like they need help, they always need to rely on um, the, the teachers in the school. There's always programs and different initiatives that are set up for kids to be successes. Maybe if they're struggling in something that they can have the, the confidence to ask for help. Sometimes people feel that they, they can't ask for help because they'll be made fun of or ridiculed, but we want to always encourage kids to ask for help. If you feel like there's something that you're, you're not having as much success with as, as you want, to ask for help. And then those kids that are doing very well to help others, I think um, that's just part of the Waysmith Foundation's um, goals and, and our thought process is to always give back and help others and so a lot of the kids that I spoke to yesterday were some of the best of the best at the school and so I wanted to encourage them to be leaders um, for everybody else at the school and I think that that's something that um, a leader always does is take it upon themselves to help others and those that, that may not be as um, talented or as successful as them. And Kelly hearing all of uh, hearing all of the stuff that we just said what is your input what do you think about what we just said? I think that I totally agree with both of y'all about everything and what, like, having older kids helping the younger kids and telling them to be the leaders. Like the um, brother-sister program. Yeah. Have you ever heard about that? I haven't. What, what is that program about? The brother-sister program is for kids who 
want help in school, want help on what they do. They have like um, an older kid from college or somebody from high school that'll come down to the elementary schools and help them with literacy. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I think that, I think that's a great idea. Um, I think we've had some kids do something like that. Um, you know, I'm from Dallas, and our our school up there we have um, programs where you know some of the high school kids will go and read to the elementary school. So I think that's a great idea. Cool. In addition to actual classroom and group reading, attending players speak to older students about the importance of focusing on education, goal setting, developing characters, showing respect for others, and staying above negative influence. I'm impressed. You participated by having reading with the pros event at Park Place Elementary School. We couldn't join. We couldn't join you. So tell us about it. Um, it was a great day. You know, like I said, we we actually. Um, I personally got to read the book Fox and Socks to uh <laughs> to a bunch of kindergartners and that that book is tough man. It was it was fun to do but there's a lot of tongue twisters in there and the kids really enjoyed it and I got into like it and it was fun. Like <laughs> yeah, it's like the metal and the pedal and the puddle and the huddle and the muddle and the buddle and the beetle and the battle and Whoa. Yeah. yeah. I'm and it need goes help pretty quick. <laughs> The muddle, and the puddle. you know what? Just go to the next question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, the Way Foundation has other has other areas where they can help you as well. Education, um, education and reading program, literacy, college prep, math and science, which is also good as literacy, mm -hmm. health and fitness program, football, football. camps, diabetes screenings, um, summer lunch program. What's that all about? Um, summer lunch program is just something that we uh, we did in the past where we were just setting it up to where kids, sometimes in um, in certain neighborhoods, the kids don't actually have um, food to eat, honestly. Like, a lot of times there's kids that are on free lunch and reduced lunch, and so they only can, they get their good meals, like, during school seasons, like, when school is in. So then... When school is out, they don't have those that that lunch that they eat every day at school, and so that program was was kind of set up to try to you know bridge that gap and help the kids that are in the neighborhood to be able to eat some healthy healthy food like, during they the summertime. Get to have fun summer, woo woo. Of course, summer's <laughs> always always fun. Yeah. Well, that's great. We know about you and actress and singer Jordan Sparks and Doug E. Fresh for Jordan Sparks. <laughs> for Jordan Sparks experience and the dance off in 106 and Park on Bit. Do you feel by being a celebrity more people support your platform? I think so. I think that's part of being a celebrity is to use your your status to to help others and you know it was really fun to to go up to New York and be with Jordan Sparks and <laughs> and uh Dougie Fresh and she had a um a charity uh, function to where she was encouraging kids to to get out and 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 run around and play and actually be physically fit and active and so that was a good time to actually be at, at her um, at her event and spend that time there and then I actually went to BET and uh, and had a dance off uh, on 106 and Park and that was Speaking that was pretty dance fun. Dance off? Did you dance off? Did you win? I didn't win. I was told that I came in a close second, but I did Who not won? win. Um, actually, Brian McKinney, he plays offensive line for the uh, the Miami Dolphins. He won. He won? Yeah, he did win. But it was a Dougie Fresh and Jordan Sparks. <laughs> did you guys have a sing-off? Um, we did not have a sing-off, 
but I know Jordan Sparks did actually um, do like a impromptu performance where Dougie Fresh like did his beats and she did like a rap over his beats and it was just like it was, it was I know. Like improv and it, it was it was pretty cool. So we have to take another break, but I'm Victoria and I'm Kelly and I'm <laughs> and this is What Up World. ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 13 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through ready for what's next. Life at 13. Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids Channel. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. You are listening to What Up World on the Voice America Kids channel. Our show brings awareness of all kinds of issues to kids of today and helps empower them for tomorrow. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to What Up World. I'm Victoria. And I'm Kelly. And we're going to continue our conversation about the Wade Smith Foundation and how you can help. All right. Please, Wade, tell us about other things that WSF has done and any upcoming events that you want our listeners to attend. Um, you know what? Everything that, that I speak about, you can find on wadesmithfoundation.org. Um, we have so many different events and programs that we're involved in. Um, the Gobble Game is an event that we do every year here in Houston where we feed um, homeless or less fortunate people on Thanksgiving Day and allow them to watch um, whatever game's going on that day. Um, and that's went well the last two years. Um, we have our Reading with the Pros program, which we've talked about extensively. Um, we have our, our Smitty Scholarship program. 
Um, we actually have our, our Wade's weekend is just coming up, and we we do that every year in Dallas. It's um, based around my birthday weekend, and what we do is we do um, reading with the pros at three elementary schools in the area that I grew up in in Dallas, and so I always go back to my elementary school, uh, Wallace Elementary, and we, we do that every year, and then we pick two other schools in the area, and we do our reading with the pros program there. And then, um, so can we come to Dallas with you? Yeah. <laughs> if you get parental consent from your parents, sure, you, we definitely have that, would that be room no for you. problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so, yeah. yeah. So we have uh, we have um, the reading with the pros on Friday, and then Saturday um, we have our actual football and cheer camp. And so you know we have we partner with the YMCA, and so we have um, you know we have like we're gonna have around two hundred and fifty campers that are playing football and then we'll have another 100 girls that are doing cheer and so uh, we're looking forward to that we're getting ready to start that registration actually I want to say today we're starting registering for that and then um, we do that and then Saturday evening we're doing a casino night and that's more of the our fun our adult you know fundraiser that we have Um, and so information for that will be on waysmithfoundation.org too and then um that's the weekend and then um yeah, you know we've done that twi- two times already so this is going into our third one and so we're looking forward to it. it's going to be awesome and so um we work with the organization called the blue triangle and there's truly 10 working there's 10 working computers and by working i mean goes off glitches off goes on glitches off and and down down there there's a hundred kids there that go swimming and they don't have toys the books that they have are outdated and some of them have there's textbooks there and they don't even have President Obama in the textbooks there is there there's broken toys the park behind it is broken swing sets and stuff but they are the oldest um are the oldest african-american summer camp in houston so um and they they work with ymca but nobody has donated to them so if if you would like to donate to them or even help them out do uh football with the pros with them that would be super cool i think that would be a great idea i think that um Houston is such a large city and we have so many people here that are successes and are able to give back that I don't think there's any reason that there should be um, an institution or a school or a place, a camp like that, that is not um, successful and doesn't have a lot of influence. So I would just encourage people to um, to check with the YMCA and check with the Waysmith Foundation about ways that they can give back and donate to that program. All right, so Mr. Smith, how can ordinary people help and support the foundation? And can you repeat your website address so people can follow and donate to your cause? Um, I would say, first and foremost, the thing that you can do is, if you're a parent, to to read with your kids. You know, if you're a parent, um, take the time to um, spend with your kids and encourage them in their education and things of that nature. Um, If you want to donate to the Wade Smith Foundation, um, you go to www.wadesmithfoundation.org and you can donate directly there. You can become a volunteer. We have volunteer applications for people that want to take part in some of our programs and some of our events. So you can volunteer. You you can become a sponsor. Um, There's so many ways to get involved and I I just think that you know there's so much um, there's so much to give and so many people that are there and kids to be helped that I think people we just need to uh, come together and make it happen.
Reading changes your life. Reading unlocks the world that are unknown or forgotten, taking travelers around the world and through time. Reading helps you escape the confines of school and pursue your own education. Reading shows you how shows you how to be a better human being. This quote is by Dulian Miller, the book whisperer. Oh. So what do you think about that? Um, I think that it, I think it speaks to what we spoke of earlier is about the creativity and opening your mind and you know allowing you to see so many different things. A lot of times um, you're you're kind of a, a product of your surroundings and what you see and so you you might not be able to realize that you can accomplish so much if you don't pick up books and and experience different things and there's so many different types of books there's nonfiction, fiction you know like you were speaking about mysteries earlier there's there's something for everyone that somebody will enjoy and 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 benefit from and so i just encourage kids to to figure out what you like and and, and then pursue it because i think that anything is possible and i see life is pie the, the story right there is a great movie i had to check that book out after read it because it's i it's like a great the book. movie well, the movie is yeah movie, really good. the movie was good I like, okay we're getting off topic all right <laughs> so before we go i heard that wsf also offers scholarships to youth so the Smitty Scholars Annual Scholarship Program. I know we are too young, but some of our listeners would like to know how to apply and what, what you're looking for. Uh, what you can do is just go on waysmithfoundation.org, and we have um, applications for, for students that would like to apply for the scholarship. And the scholarship is basically is, is built up of you know your test scores, your GPA at your high schools, um, your community service. I think we put a large emphasis on what you do in your community and how you give back because that is what we do at the Waysmith Foundation. As well as there's an essay question on there that is is um, that has to be answered too. And so um, last year we gave out a total of ten scholarships, and so we're looking to double that number this year. And so um, we're just looking forward to you know getting these applications and going through the process of, of helping our kids to continue their educations and and become successes in life. Kelly, all right. So we at What a World want you to consider the following consider the following to help kids become better readers. Solution one: Inspire families to read together. Read a lot. Reading aloud to children at early age is the most effective way to help them attain critical thinking skills. Reading also intimidates stimulates children's imaginations and expands their understanding of the world. By helping our children develop strong reading skills at an early age, we are laying the foundation for their success in school and in life. Re-energize teachers who need, who need resources to motivate their students. And um, if you, is solution two, if you would like to video diary or maybe you've never thought about write a book, make up your own stories and tell the kids, I write stories about Petey and fairies and especially getting over my mom. So what, what that whole thing is about is that my mom, she loves writing books and she is really good at that so I decided well uh, that's how I started in my love for writing and so we created this storybook about Petey and how he was mischievous and all the story is really about me (laughs) and um, Princess Carmelo she was just like this 
stuffed toy that I played with. And that's that's all. It's just about different stories that my mom has told me to go to sleep. Didn't work, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's awesome. You know, anytime you can take your own experiences and be able to express them to other people and, you know, you're changing up the names and different characters <laughs> and stuff like that, it just, it just um, allows people to kind of understand your experience in life and then you'll be able to express yourself and anytime you can do that is, is awesome solution three all right start a book club with your friends and have a sleepover to discuss your favorite parts and at my elementary school they would play games like um name that book like name that book oh that was the thing where we had championships and you would have to read all these books and they would say something from the book and you would say oh that book is harry potter oh that book is charlotte's web yeah so what are some things that wsf is going to tackle this issue which issue so um what are some things that the wade smith foundation will be able to tackle during this this year Oh, okay. Well, we're we're doing a, a lot of stuff as far as getting kids, collecting books for kids that might not have them. You know, there's there's kids out there that we talked about earlier that are in a poverty situation to where they don't have books. And so at this um, this camp that we're doing in Dallas, we're having every camper donate a book and having all of our volunteers donate books. So we're collecting those books so that we can give those to those kids. And we're going to continue with our scholarship program and con continue – um, giving back to the, the community as best as we can. And I have one last question. Okay. If you could speak with a boy or a girl and give them something to help them pursue their dreams, what would it be and why? If I could give them, if I could speak to them, I would just say to them to never give up. Always have confidence in yourself. Um, always work hard. I think nothing in life worth having comes easy and so there's always going to be times where you make mistakes and you're going to struggle and things aren't going to go right but you always have to have um the 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 strength to continue to work and to continue to do your best and if you do that that things will work out and you will be success sadly it has to come to an end but Thank you for being on our show. This is What, what Up World. World. I'm Victoria. And I'm Kelly. And I'm Wade Smith. You've been, been listening to What, what Up World. World. This show is produced by Kidstar, Kidstar for the Voice America Kids Network. Up next, a track from Kidstar Album of the Month. Thanks for being a part of our show. Tune in to What Up World every Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. See you next week. Hello, my name is Lindsay Marie from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The Kids Store Album of the Month this month is... Back in school, Neil Brewer and friends. Let's listen to Three Kids in the Car. Three kids in the car on the Monday morning. Each one wishing that the others weren't born. And I can't say nothing because they've all been scorned because their mother's done had enough. And the sister's sitting in the front seat. Who at this part of the song you need to realize is about three months away from getting her driver's license.
She's thinking to herself I can't believe that I'm still riding with them I hope that we're not seen by some of my friends And if by chance I fail the driver's exam Then I am running away Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born And I can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done had enough Brothers sitting behind her Who at this point of the song You need to realize is about five years younger than she is But he's still about two years older Than his little brother sitting next to him He glares down at his little brother And he's thinking to himself I can't wait till our sister's finally gone Then I'll sit up front Cause that's where I belong And I'll be rid of you You miserable worm Why don't you just run away Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born They can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done bad enough And the little brother Who at this point of the song you need to realize Is a whole lot smarter than the other two think he is He glares back up at his big brother And he's thinking to himself I know that there's nobody back in the trunk Try to scare me with all that junk I hope you read my mind I think you're a skunk And guess what? I'm not running anyway Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born And they can't say nothing Cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done bad enough And the mother who's been driving all this time She's thinking to herself Things that I'd better not say So we'll just pretend that she's thinking Oh, what a beautiful day The Kid Star Album of the Month is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and Friends received are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kidstar website, www.kidstar.org.